Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Second Z's with your usual hosts. Today we are going to be presenting to you some music from our next space that we're talking about. Remember, we are talking about places and spaces. So it's not always sovereign countries, but in this case, we do have Niger. And we are presenting Studio Shop Shop, Harieno, Naime, and by Naime, and Niame, sorry, by Niame. And this is a presentation of outdoor, outdoor presentation of Nigeria, Niger music, not Nigeria, Niger music. And um, I picked this one because I felt that it was very down to earth and just kind of nice for a change. And I hope that you guys all enjoy this discussion that we're about to have from this amazing part of the world. So here we go. And by the way, for our dear audience, we will not be mentioning any of the drama happening over there because that's you can see that in any other um, publication or news or broadcast if you want. But this time we're just focusing on arts and culture because that is our motivation. And that's where I think we can open up the floor to whoever wants to start today. If yeah, you wouldn't mind, uh, if you wouldn't mind to start today, um, then uh, myself and I can continue. But I think I need to wake up a little, so we'll let her wake up a little. Oh, excellent! Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, first of all, just thank you again for choosing once again the most incredible and most interesting of you know, you know uh, subjects and countries. Uh, just the music of the, the original culture of Niger. Um, Niger is very unknown amongst the world, you know, which is, is a pity because it's okay, granted, it's not a very big place, but it's a very nice place. You know, it's actually a very nice place. It's, it's been formed and there's been so many coups that have happened there over the time. But the thing is that the musicians themselves have held on to their culture and held on to their original uh, music. And so, uh, you know, right through, and it is the most beautiful thing, you know, listening to them when they're together and being a very hot country, extremely hot. And uh, it, it doesn't show any kind of an influence from all the colonizations that have happened. It still remained within its most beautiful Originality, I suppose, is the only word I can find at the moment. But it's a beautiful thing because it's so chilled, it's so lovely. And to hear the original instruments playing, you know, I mean, to be able, I would love to be able to, to um, understand the actual lyrics of what they're saying, but it's very basic, I think. The interesting thing is that there's certain instruments that men play and there's certain instruments that women play, and I find that very interesting. Because uh, the women support the men, you know, very strongly. They, you know, and especially these people are they're very proud of the camels and the camel riders and the men. And uh, there's a sort of a, you know, 
sort of um, how do you say it? A strong. It's almost like strong silence that comes from the men in not playing. Uh, what is the the traditional uh, drum that the, the women play? I'm trying to remember what it's called, but anyway, um, it's the most beautiful thing, beautiful sound. And when the women play, they hand it over from you know daughter, mama, mother to daughter. It goes generation, and they learn at their mother's side. So it's very much in a part of the whole culture. Are the instruments, are the songs, what they sing. A lot of the songs have to do with, uh, you know, their lives there and what, 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 what uh, are the things that are important, you know, within there. And uh, the, the livestock, highly important. I mean, the place is, is drought-ridden, of course. Um, but then again, it gets rain like you can't believe. You know, it pours down from a... But yet it's, it's, it's a lovely place. Uh, I think the name of the city is, what is it, Hasao? I think it's, uh, I'm not sure if it's the right pronunciation. Um, and that, that in itself is a, is a, is a, is a center uh, for, for, for most of them. It's not a huge population. It's just like, a, it's like about a million people there. But um, it's one of those areas that is very, very free of colonization, which is the most wonderful thing, because you find it right through Africa, the remains, you know, and especially in that area, which was, you know, uh, French, British, French. Um, uh, it's, you know, to, to be able to tell you more about it, it's like, you know, it includes all of the, there's so many different uh, uh, tribes that like uh, exist there that are the most beautiful tribes. You know, where the men dress up and like really like make themselves look so beautiful and they have traditional dances and uh, a lot of color, you know, that is used. And uh, it's, 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 it's a Muslim country uh, with Islamic beliefs and practices um, and, and gentle, the most gentle place. And you can hear it in the sounds of their music. It's laid back, such a laid back kind of thing, and communal type of inclusive. It's not, it's not that like reach out and grab you kind of music. It's that attract you to it kind of music. Um, so it's that, that thing that, that, that just happens very quietly and, and this is, yeah, you know. Uh, for me, it's like listening to that yeah, you know, it makes me immediately want to run out there and like save all the instruments in Africa, which <laughs> yeah, right, sure. Um, but there are, I mean, the, the amount of historic instruments that are, you know, because you have it, it's almost like a lyre, and a lot of it is used with calabash. You know, you use the calabash and you bend that that stick is not easy to bend. I've got someone here who can make these things, and uh, you know, Pops Muhammad, he still makes all traditional instruments. And even in that, the difficulty of making it, the precision in making those instruments to get those specific sounds is wonderful. And of course, they use portable instruments, um, you know, because they travel a lot. And um, yeah, that's about as much as I've got at the moment, unless, unless you help me a little bit. No, help you, don't worry. I just think it's lovely. I just love it. Because, you know, where it is in Africa, sitting where it is in Africa, because you must remember you've got Nigeria, it's a huge population that, 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 that uh, cooks down mm -hmm. there. A lot of business going there, wealthy country. 
Um, and then just above that, you get your 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 Niger, you know, and then you get your you know the the the, the countries on either side, and then of course Ghana, you know, which is an amazing place, you know, and the Ghanese people, beautiful people, you know, and and Uganda, and the, all those those are in that area. It's, it seems like that bowl of Africa into the central to the top, it it, it has a different flavor to the rest of Africa. You move across mm -hmm. towards the Swahili country, you know, you get a different kind of feel completely. When you're there, the only way I can explain it to you is like a very deep, rich and old red wine. You know, it's like mm. a good Bordeaux. It's really, 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 it is that kind of thing, rich. Rich and it's nothing is hurried and it's so wonderful, you know. Um, yeah. And, and, and uh, I mean, tourists, I don't think really much, you know, I don't think many people go there because they don't know about it. And uh, yeah. uh, in a sense, it's probably one of the most ideal places to go to if you want to like find space. And if you want to go ride camels in the desert with like people who are going to look after you, that's the place to do it. You know, a lot of the people say, oh, oh I want to go to the Bedouins, you know, and all that. It's true, granted, beautiful people. But yeah, you you uh, find a different quality, you know what happens in Nigeria. That's me. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Johnny. Hidden so, treasures, hidden treasures of Africa. This yeah. is true. There are, there are many. There are many. I promise you, it is a plump continent. This continent, I promise you, it is. If you look around the world and you look at everything and how busy the world is, you look at all the lights, especially when they show the world map and, and all the lights on in all the cities, and you look towards Africa, you get this beautiful, plump, <laughs> you know, divine. I always see Africa as a, as a wonderfully divine, voluptuous woman that lies there in like repose. Ready for you. And, uh, you know, just completely like kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, not a care in the world. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Well, no wonder powers that be, you know, were eyeing it with so much hunger oh, in the thank 19th you. century. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I can fully expect that they might be coming back. Who knows if they can stand it? Yikes. Oh, very few can, you know. Very, you, you, a lot of people can't you know, stand Africa, the weather. You know, well, it's not the, the weather climate. so much. I mean, the weather, I mean, the the weather as in weather, figurative weather. Yeah, it's true. But also, you know, there's a, the, 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 as I always say, it's the African way, you know, mm. is inexplicable to anybody from the West. You know, I mean, that even if you looked up your whole life, you know, yeah. it's, there are certain areas that uh, are just like, you don't even go there. You know, I mean, my best friends that I've known for so long, I mean, Peter's my friend, you know, Peter Moy, he comes from Zimbabwe. And I mean, you know, he's, he's traditional. And, uh, you know, he's uh, explained the traditional to me as far as he can. Then you get to a point where he goes, there's no way that I can explain it to you. Um, <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. There are areas that, uh, you know, but there is also a lot of things. Once you get to understand them, you actually understand the wisdom of traditionalism, yeah. ancestors, using the ancestors, etc., respecting what we do essentially is respecting the DNA. You know, what, what has brought them to that point? who they are, mm -hmm. you know, as, as each community people. You know, like say, take now, uh, within Peter's case, where he's a moyo, which means heart. The moyo people will never eat the heart of an animal, any animal. 
you know. Wow. Um, the, the, these these are things that are you know uh, certain things, and the respect for the for the ancestors is massive, massive, massive. You know, uh, if you go, I mean, every year you go and you go see Grandpa's grave there. You know what I mean? Out there, mm -hmm. everybody everybody goes. Everybody goes. There's no such yeah. thing as no show. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's it's an interesting. It's really interesting the whole way it works and. It really is, and the people are so keyed into it. So anyway, off, off the subject, forgive me. <laughs> well, to go on another beautiful journey. Good, <laughs> Aya. Give your impressions, and then I will. Okay. Um, so I think that Niger is a pretty unique country within the continent of Africa. Of course, um, they have the countries of Chad bordering them on the east and Mali on the, in the west, Nigeria to the south. And then to the north, they have Libya and Algeria, which we have covered before in previous episodes. Um, so looking at, you know, the ethnic um breakdowns of the country and even the official languages you find a whole lot of diversity uh which i think is um mm -hmm. a, a beautiful thing to see right like i think they have like 10 recognized national languages um and then you know they have a variety like a big variety of ethnic groups including ethnic groups um that are found um in for instance the south of Libya, um, the the Tuaregs, for instance, and then they have taboo and um, all sorts of um, different ethnic groups. I think it like just shows also how interconnected countries are with each other. It's not the clearly drawn out lines that were put in place in the 19th century. There was a lot more movement and exchange happening. Um, and I think Niger is a great representation of that. As far as the video goes, I, <clears throat> I think that they were able to create a visual hook from the very beginning of the video with the, like the wood figure at the start, almost looking like a tree. And I just have to like give props to whoever did the staging. The staging was fantastic. I was obsessed with it. Um, at first glance, it seems very effortless, but then once you start paying attention, you start to see all the care and love and attention that was put into it, the level of details. And, you know, again, this goes back to the skill. It all feels very organic, but then once you start analyzing the pieces, you understand that there were like deliberate choices that were made. So you have this organic feel within the staging and then behind them, they're kind of um, have a background of nature of trees and it just reinforces the staging of that, um, what do you call it? Pavilion rotunda that they're all performing in and it draws you in. It gives you the sense that, oh, you're just going to hang out with friends in this area and they're just going to casually pull out these instruments and start jamming out. There's really nothing artificial feeling about this whole setup. Um, 
I think my only thing that I feel like would have enhanced the staging was would probably be the colors of the outfits that the musicians and the singer were wearing. I think the player of the molo instrument got it right. He was wearing like this dark blue color and it really gave like a nice visual pop. Um, so I almost wish that the other, um, performers, not that they needed to wear anything fancy, but maybe just like more bold colors so that they also popped up instead of sort of Mm. like being drawn into the back. Um, but you know, like I also, again, really enjoyed how casual the clothes were. And then also at the same time, I think three or four of the musicians were all wearing these jaunty caps and hats and it just added another artistic flair for me. Mm. Um, I couldn't clearly hear the singer all that well. I don't know if it was like a deliberate artistic choice or something with like the mixing happening. Uh, (laughs) It was a pity pity because I really wanted to hear that guy. You know, it's like that guy, I kind of like wanted him to boom at me a little bit, you know? Um, Yeah. You know, it's probably just because it's, it's Africa. They probably just said, oh, let's set it up here. Thank you very much. Bye. Like they probably didn't think about it. The fact that they even draped some color over the like keyboard to me was quite amazing. Um, I love that touch. You know, I love and, that and, touch. And you have such bold colors, those mats and those those, those woven mats come mm-hmm. in different kinds of textiles. And you find them basically all over. You know, I think there's a mm-hmm. similar theme that runs with those mats. And very often you'll find them, they come in almost like a hessian. Or a, yeah. uh, they come in a, a plastic matting almost, you know, um, uh, extremely strong and cheap and beautiful. Uh, then, of course, you get the woven fabrics, which are just incredible. Yeah, sorry. Mm, yeah. No. Definitely. And the guys, I really, you can, see, you can see that the guys, this is what is one of the wonderful things about it, is that there is no kind of, yeah, 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 pick me, pick me, pick me. Ah, that doesn't happen. Yes. You know, it just doesn't happen. You don't have anybody out there schmoozing. You know, these dudes are literally, yeah. literally sitting down, having a beer and playing a bit of music. That's the way it is, you know. But yeah. the links within there, that are cultural links in there, and also the incredible thing of how certain people are certain instruments, and that's the instrument that mm-hmm. you play. Mm-hmm. Yeah? That instrument almost becomes a part of their spirituality in a weird way. Um, mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the energy of all of them playing off of each other. Just like you said, there wasn't really like vying for attention. It again goes back to just the very organic feel of the whole performance as a whole. Um, each of them had so much charisma. It was a quiet charisma for me, like the bass player. Um, and then the energy of the keyboardist too. She was fantastic. Like you could tell that she was really having fun with it and adding like extra flourishes. Um, it just felt very much like family members or friends getting together and just, um, they just happened to have musical instruments with them and they're jamming out together. Uh, and all together with the musical instruments, the 
marriage of more Western instruments like the keyboards and bass and then combined with the traditional instruments like the uh, molo um, really created this electrifying and hypnotic effect for me like the music just really drew me in and I it felt almost like I was in a trance and then they kept on picking up the tempo and um it was a lovely experience for me and then especially at the end where the the man playing the traditional drums he really like picked up the pace like it was i don't know if, <laughs> if this is usually how that set of drums is played but he had his like foot propped up on the right drum yeah and he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's almost like he's a djembe you know it's like a djembe and then you get a little smaller one which he was using it's always a wonderful thing you know it gives us yeah. a lovely sound and then when you press and compress it it changes it because it's goat skin and as you press the ghost skin down, you know, it, it changes the whole timbre of it, which is quite, quite cool. Yeah, he had wonderful energy. He, like, it was very enthusiastic playing from what I could tell. And um, the, the pace and energy did pick up, but at the same time, it wasn't like frenetic, anxious energy either. It was, it made for a very calm and enjoyable experience for me. Um, I, I think that's all I have to say about this video but it was a thoroughly enjoyable experience for me oh, i was vibing yeah. yeah i was i was vibing the whole time and just sort yeah. of like you know bopping my head along i'm like i, yeah. I like this yeah <laughs> western you yeah. know right through africa it's a rhythm thing that you picked up on that it's, it's you need to give yourself over to the rhythm uh, I know that sounds like a pop song, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <you know. laughs> Guilty feet. I got no red band. Anyway, but it's like, um, you know, the, 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 in, in Africa, and it's a funny thing because that kind of beat seems to flow right through Africa. You mm -hmm. know, it varies and changes. Like you can hear the difference in the sound of singing. I mean, a lot of singers from, you know, the, the Western area and, 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 and Central have uh, gone on to become uh, European and uh, famous in Europe and, and various places and sing with big stars. Um, mm -hmm. But Jack uh, and all these guys, you know, they, they, they go through. And with a beautiful way of singing, and that changes, okay, you know, as you go along. But the rhythm itself, always the, you can identify it like there's an African sound that cannot mm -hmm. be hidden. As you mm -hmm. said, you can bring in electric instruments, you can bring in everything you like, but the guys that are playing the traditional instruments always, they always stick out. And this I find quite incredible, because if you look at the size of the instruments and what its power is, it's not much. Rio doesn't seem like that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yet, it's, it's in its playing, you know, Africa has a certain kind of like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's this drawl that happens always and runs through all of them, mm -hmm. even, 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 even to Kenya and the risk. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rhythm, it's a rhythm because it's not mm -hmm. what we are used to. It's not what anybody, I mean, you know, it's, it's one has to arrive and, and take it with a humility in, in, in that, uh, give yourself to it. But then once given, as you said, that rhythm takes you right inside into your bones when you're there, when you're right present, when you're present with the sound, 
that rhythm enters your bones. It's the most beautiful thing. You know, and that, that yeah. in a weird way is kind of, you know how you go into a forest, the forest has a certain rhythm. The sea has a rhythm, everything has yes, a rhythm. Yes, and yes, And then if I had uh -huh. to say that, you know, even as within the deserts, within the deserts, and a lot of it is taken off from the camels, you know, as, as usually it's the environment that affects things. But you'll notice that a lot of this song, it's got to do with, it's, it's, if you listen to the beats of it, it's almost like to the movements of the camels, you know, it's got that lovely yeah, that that that's and uh, and that they do on purpose. So thank that's lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think I also think... like there have been so many um there's been so many uh discussions happening about also like the influence of African instruments and music on Western music, whether it be, you know, blues or yeah. jazz or even like yeah. classical composers and flamenco music like the, mm. it it just also serves as a reminder of how much much more interconnected we are than we think and africa has just so much influence on music even more than the average person realizes well apparently yeah all of well let's say definitely i would say music modern music definitely has been influenced yeah. from Africa, come from Africa, rock, etc. All these things emerged from Africa. Um, and I know it's strange and hard very often to link it. Um, yet, yet it's inevitably it is the truth. You know, music is so unbelievably ingrained in the, in the land. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's with the music that the people you find can transport to another place. It's with the music, it's in the instruments that are being played. It is not to do with how flourished it is. It's not about flourish. It's about the integrity of the beat. And, and within that, there is, as you say, a very spiritual context. So even when a person is ill, let's say, or something like that, <clears throat> very often music will be played to them. Right. You play yes. music yeah. to someone who's sick. You play music to someone who's sad. Sad person picks up an instrument. Bang, bang, you know? Uh, these, these are the beautiful things. You know, so much is said about Africa that, uh, you know, it makes it seem like it's not the most beautiful and warm country, that it, uh, warm land that it is. It is warm. Africa is a warm mm -hmm. place. We have films that have shown, like, yes, there's been a lot of like, you know, conflicts here and there everywhere. But uh, they're not the size of conflicts that we know. The mm. size of the conflicts that happen here are really uh, almost like urban. You know, yeah. um, they're terrible. And yes, hey, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, death is, death is not. Uh, um, we, uh, death is not seen the same way in Africa as it is in the rest of the world. Death over here is an inevitability and, uh, you know, it is not, you know, uh, the reason people don't kill each other is just purely because they don't want to. Because there's no necessity if somebody has to, they will. That kind of thing, you see. It's not about, there's no guilt in it. There's no, it's not about any kind of spiritual basis. Mm. It's just simply, if there is, it is. Um, it's the way it goes, you know, and to explain very difficult. 
Yeah. I like um just how how for example everything like it's Mama Africa, right? It's Mama Africa, it's the heart. Always, 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 And always, uh always Mama so Africa, yeah. yeah, that's what I always my my friends from Africa will say Mama Africa going back to Mama Africa. Like it's never going back to someone so place, it's I'm going back to Mama Africa. Um I like the fusion. of cultures as has been said i like how 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 music from niger reflects such a beautiful like charismatic heart which it has um just just uh is like an invitation to connection invitation to community to family and even though there's a lot of desert there's still so many like so many beautiful parts like so many beautiful things to explore and it's just like you wouldn't people wouldn't think about desert like that unless you have lived in a desert or you've experienced the desert like my sister used to live in a particular desert area like in an oasis in a desert and that was Oh, very wow. that was really cool like to go visit her at that time um but yeah like there's like these these like these things that you can hear that they'll be like, Oh, watch out for these animals that come around. Like don't let your kids out like side at, after this time. Like, <laughs> Oh See, a desert is a very interesting thing because uh, me, I'm a desert boy. I love desert. You put me in yeah. a desert, I'm <laughs> You're super a survival happy. desert guy. I'm a super, super, super happy. The desert has the most incredible mystery and calm to it. Um, Mm hmm it's, it's, it's just, you know, one has to experience desert. I would recommend it to everybody in their lives to go and experience the desert. You know, um, because it's only in the desert that I've ever found that place of complete, uh, almost being elevated, an elevation. And I know that can come from like, just like going desert blind, we understand that. <laughs> but it, it is, you know, I've, I've, I've learned, I had to learn of my time in, in, in my life. I have learned to live with the desert. And in living with the desert, the desert can be a very caring place to you. A very caring place to you. It's like anywhere, you know. Uh, it's like the sea. But Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, the I love sounds, the sea. as you say, what, what, Yeah. what happens in the desert and the sounds that you get in the desert, at night in the desert, it's like, oh, man. It's like you come out of there, you are really, you've got electricity coming off you. Um, and then, of course, the camels as well. You know, camels in the desert. It's, it's there is a, a rhythm and a beauty to it. Really, is Mm. there is such a beauty to it. It is like one of those things that when I'm in the desert, it's like I I, I cannot stop myself from constantly, even though, even though I'm alone, uh, constantly, you know, <laughs> mouthing my gratitude. You know, it's it's, it's like I, I just it, it's, no, truly, it truly is because of what it gives. What 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 happens there? What happens within the body? It's like Mm the body. finds a thing, you know, I thought maybe it was a vision thing, you know, because it just has no horizon. <laughs> it goes on and on. And, uh, you know, and it shimmers and it's beautiful and weird things happen there and you see weird stuff. And unexpected things happen and unexpected things are seen in the desert. -hmm. Mm And, -hmm. uh, 
you know, for a spiritual, for anybody, I, would, I really, truly, for any kind of a spiritual awakening, if one so, so wishes, yeah, that is the, the place. Experience. You're going to yeah. get it, baby. You're going to get it there. You're going to get it there. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I was just thinking about, like, the fact that, like, in a desert, you have these, um, you can see the full canopy of stars most of the time because there's no people there. And, like, I just remember seeing, like, the entire panoply of constellations. And just, you can just go and, like, at night, the desert is so like beautiful it's cold but it's pretty it is incredible no it's incredible you bury into the sand you know you bury into that sand and then you just look up oh it's so divine it is so divine something the stars and the firmament above the you know dome, you get like yeah. a sense of your place in a universe which which it's uh, gorgeous very humbling, yeah. Yeah. I sure I can imagine that it is humbling, you know, just surrounded by just empty air and, you know, not a whole lot of inhabitants and just being really connected to the earth and to the sky. I can imagine it is a humbling experience. It's gorgeous. It's but you also feel small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can envision but it. But it's safe. You see the thing is it's got its mm -hmm. safety. It's like being out so in the sea. Right? You can, yeah, same thing. Out in the sea, same thing. There's a safety. It's it's like mm -hmm. you have no option but to give yourself uh, to yeah. this. And, and it, it really does embrace you. And, um, you know, uh, within within the, 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 like the people themselves, you can see, those that live with the desert and in the desert, they have this unbelievable mystical calm about them. It's a mm -hmm. strength. It's like they carry the strength with them. And, and it's a divine thing. It's a, mm. It truly is. And I honor the people. I really honor them because these are, these are, this goes way back, way back, you know. Um, yeah. With the cultural lines, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of beauty. I mean, even now, I mean, if you think about it, it's very difficult for me to, 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 uh, even though I do, I mean, like, you know, most of the guys, like, you know, people meet me, they go, hey, dude, 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 you walk like an African man. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, an African has a certain way of walking. And, of and, you know, and, and even that, but, there's always this, um, I, like I say, you're, if you're a settler in this place, even though it's generational, you know, it might be many generations, there is always that little thing there that is within the mind or whatever, consciousness or who knows what, that I wish wasn't there, that always does place a sort of a, uh, but it, I will always approach any any community, firstly, in absolute humility. Mm. You know, I I greet people. Yeah, you don't, you know, it's, it's a Western thing. It's very, very, because we move fast always. 
So it's, it's, we'll likely come up to somebody and say, do you know where this place and that place and that place is? You know, and, and mm -hmm. that's not the way it happens here. Here right. you come first, say, hello, how are you? You know, how's things mm -hmm. going? You know, you first first greet the person and, you know, you have a little chatsby first. doesn't matter if you're running late. Chatsby first, you know, and then yeah. you say, could you help me, please, you know? And this is how things yeah. work here. It is very, very, very courteous in a strange way, and, and yet can be very violent. It can be, can be, but it's not. Uh, that is not. That is. That is not the norm at all. At all. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a mistake. Really. You know. It's funny when you mentioned the walking like an African thing. Um, because like this is on a slightly tangential uh note <laughs> um <laughs> i have a libyan canadian friend who mm. was recounting a story of going to visit her family in libya and um people would like be able to tell that she wasn't really from around there immediately and so mm. she asked a guy she's like how can they tell and he said, it's because of the way you walk. And she was so confounded by that. She's like, the way I walk? And she, he said, yes, you do not walk like, you know, other Libyans do. And I had another conversation with an Egyptian friend, and she said that she can immediately recognize another Egyptian, even if it's in a completely foreign country, simply by the way they walk. So I don't know what exactly is going on there, but apparently... Walking, the, the style of walking is yes, very yeah. distinctive. It is so distinctive, it's so distinctive. I mean, even in my you know, youth, you know, um, uh, in Angola and places like this, where you'd have to blend in, you know, you really would. Um, uh, and, and you know, I was able to get away with a lot, uh, simply because I, by nature, um, I have this African walk. I walk like an African. I don't know how to explain that. It's loose. It's a loose walk. It's a very loose way of walking. It's it's like you know. It's 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 sexy, man. It's just sexy. You, know? <laughs> you gotta promote every promoting yeah. yourself, guys. <laughs> no, no, not me. Not me. No, I'm not me. Africa. It's Africa. <laughs> it's like this is this. It is. It's got its own kind of like. Fluidity. Yeah, I walk like a sailor. You walk like a what? A sailor. A I'm a sailor, because you are a sailor. That's why, yeah. darling. Yes! That's why. That's <laughs> why. You know what I mean? I just have a rolling gait. And also, my one, one of my legs is a little bit shorter than the other. So mm. it will automatically make me roll on the gait. I don't yeah. know if that's I like guess... just genetic, but it's... Yeah. I think, I think, look, a, a lot of it has to do, you know, anybody who spent time on the boat. And well, you I also spent a lot of time you, on the boat. You've been a lot of time on it, you know, and it, it, it's, there's something there that happens. Also, like that, I can spot a sailor from a mile away. <laughs> Again, like you said, yeah, it's just that's what it is. Well, yeah. 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 And I think that just goes for, it goes for everything, you know, like, um, we we have our way of walking. We have the way we talk. Mm. We have 
Like, for example, my accent changes all the time. It's just from the international school thing. Your accent will just change depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, So, yeah. This is how we like, mold, but this is so beautiful. yeah, It's so exactly. beautiful the way we mold because we don't even realize how we mold to what we are, this earth. We are we mold to this earth. We mold to our surroundings, you know, because we are our surroundings. And this is something we always feel that we're separate from, which we aren't. Right. <laughs> That's you belong just, to your you know, surroundings. Yes, and the surroundings belong to you. You want things, mm -hmm. and you move with that. You know, like I say, depending on where you are, there's a different rhythm. Each has its rhythm, and we take it on. It just goes through us because that's that's what we are. We are made of the dust. You know. We'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode. This episode was produced by Alma Pictures and Baker Street. Join us next week for the next episode of our podcast. Thank you. Merci. Gracias. Gracias. Danke. And have a great week.